0: Everyone, welcome back to But Why the Podcast, and today we are revisiting an episode from the past again, Pokemon. As always, I'm your host, Kate, and here with Adrian.
1: Hey, how's it going?
0: And Matt. Hello. And a special guest, Ryan.
2: Hello. Ryan. I think Hi, it's Ryan. been, like, since uh, you guys reviewed Solo that I've been on, it's been oh, a while. Oh, wow. Yeah. I
3: thought you were on Over- Was Overwatch before or after that?
0: I, I thought before. I might That's be wrong. wrong.
3: It's been a lot of episodes. I get confused.
0: It's all a blur at some point. (laughs) (laughs)
2: That's fair. Yeah, I think uh, my own podcast is about to hit 151 uh, in the next month or so. And we're like, man, what have we covered exactly? We have no idea
0: anymore.
1: (laughs) Hey, 151 is a perfect number for you guys to do another Pokemon episode. We
2: are doing the Pokemon special. Oh, there we go. Hey,
1: man. For those
0: listening at home, you said, should say what podcast that is.
2: Uh, That is Game Boys over at Goombastomp.com. It's a co-op uh, and multiplayer podcast. It's all about video games. It's fun.
1: Did y'all time that for the release of Detective Pikachu and the number? No. Did you plan so that far in advance, Ryan? Is that what happened <laughs> here? I
2: think it's going to be like episode 147 this week, but we are covering Detective Pikachu. It's just 151 is coming up.
0: Okay. So um, this is actually kind of surprising because Matt is leading the episode for Pokemon today. Matt. So Matt, you should take it away and lead us, leader.
3: Oh, joy. This is going to be bad. No. Um...
2: <laughs> I have a question. How yes. many Pokemon can you name, Matt? Um, Outside of the original 151. perfect
0: i love this <laughs> I, like, I, can name go, I can
3: go for a while but outside yeah. of that we're, 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 we might be messed up um,
0: i can name Sobel. that's about it
3: <laughs> does that even count because he's not existing yet um
0: he's adorable you leave that precious baby alone to, he get counts
3: later uh so as we always started to have a question and i kind of want to kind of do a question kind of like to summarize this episode of like we recorded this episode. It was episode forty-three on twenty in twenty November of twenty seventeen. I didn't realize that too. Trust me, I kept getting confused and stuff. Um, how have your feelings or views of Pokemon changed since then? Have we got any more excitement or anything? You guys go back and actually start doing Pokemon things at all?
1: Well, I'm seeing Detective Pikachu tomorrow, so I'm pretty hype uh, about the Pokemans. I haven't like really gone to like play anything outside of just um, like Pokemon Go on occasion. Mainly just because when Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee came out, I was too broke to buy it, so I kind of missed that wave of people playing it. Uh, but with the new gen stuff coming out, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna I'm gonna cop it and and get back into uh, the actual Pokemon stuff and not like just playing Pokemon Go on my Switch. <laughs> But I'm excited. I'm I'm ready. The, the new Fire Pokemon looks dope, so I'm all about it.
3: What do you got for it, Kate?
0: I don't stand by my... There are only 151 stances hard, just because Sobble was introduced to the world, and he's a perfect baby.
2: Perfect, because I was um, going to uh, accept- have to fight you on that one, because even in the very <laughs> first movie, they introduced Gen 2 Pokemon, and you were like, "Oh no, it's only the first gen." And I was like, oh,
0: "Okay, no, no." On the episode, I I I went up to Gen three. I went up to Gen three on the episode, but yeah, no. Um, I still just there's just so many of them, but I understand it, I guess. Um, I am very excited for Detective Pikachu, and it wasn't until I saw the trailer on this on the the movie theaters that I was like, "Oh wow, this is perfect." So I'm I'm Pokemon. I am effectively Pokemon and happy to be Pokemon. So I would say I'm like more hype than I was. I mean, like it, it's less nostalgic now and more like, oh, this is actually something that I'm partaking in.
2: Now, qu- right now, like side question, does anyone besides me here own a 3DS? Because Detective Pikachu, like it is a game and the movie's based off a tiny bit of that.
3: Sadly, no. Or at least I do not, and I know Kate does not. I did know it was based off a game, but no.
2: Yeah, no, I don't have a 3DS.
3: This is why you are here, Ryan, because we know you've been uh, a lifer in Pokemon.
2: So that's uh, not exactly true. I uh, played through, like, I started off with uh, Red and Blue, and I played through Gen 4, and then I took a pretty long break up until about Gen 7, and once Gen 7 came back around, I got back into Pokemon, went through, played the ones that I would missed, and got super into collecting, and it got to the point where I'm now, you know, one Pokemon away from having every single Pokemon in my box, and I'm just like, oh, this is eating away at me that I missed the opportunity to get this one, but I'm so close. And so I'm just super excited for, A, Detective Pikachu, and B, for the new games this uh, year.
3: Sweet. Yeah, basically the same thing, kinda like what Kate said, uh it seemed like our first episode was more nostalgia thing, and the reason I asked this question because we have had a lot of stuff come out, which is obviously why we're coming back to revisit it. And so it does seem to be like more, you know, kinda in the now versus like, Oh, I did this back in nineteen ninety nine. So um just- had
1: I seen the, the I the Pokemon I choose you movie before we recorded?
3: Yes. Uh yes, you saw mention. it right before him. Yes.
1: Okay, cool. I just wanted to make sure we talked. Yeah, I was going sure yeah, to okay.
3: mention that. Um, so, a quick summary of episode 43. Uh, we covered a lot of the background history. It was led by Adrian. We kind of went over the origins of Pokemon, where they came. We went over a lot of the forms of media, the games, the anime, the film, trading cards. Um, we talked a lot, quite a bit about a lot of the early generations of Pokemon, how they were favorites. Basically, Kate... And I want to say Adrian something, but I haven't been a while since I remember it. Um, yelled, "Get off my lawn!" About Pokemon. I know Kate for sure. It was me.
1: Yeah, no, no, I'm not. I told I'm him not, that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not get my lawn. get off my lawn for Pikachu. Kate was pretty get off my lawn for. for, <laughs> for oh, for Pokemon. I was extremely
0: get off my lawn. Get the fuck! <laughs> off I, I'm still like that now.
1: Um, I mean, I really only like played up to like half of like Gen Four, and then I just you know stopped playing the the game. So like. I'm my, God, my I'm only getting off my lawn when like little kids try to tell me about like Charizard and stuff, and I'm like, "Come on, bro." Nah, I grew what up you know with about Charizard. Charizard? <laughs> what do what you know about Charizard? I do what you see, know what my holographic Charizard.
3: I do see a common theme of everybody gave up after Gen four, so I feel bad for Gen five and six, apparently.
2: Which is a shame because Gen five is when Pokemon actually like started examining itself a bit, and it started asking like, "Is it all right for these Pokemon to be fighting each other?" based on the like wills of humans (laughs) uh and so gen 5 actually has a great story but it is a slog like that game is so slow uh and then pokemon the first movie what
0: when is sobble
2: sobble is gen 8
0: oh my
3: gosh yeah that's
2: the that's the upcoming gen (laughs) sobble speaks to me on a like a a deep level because we're both you know depressed little creatures
3: (laughs) um so some of the but why those we had for episode 43, we kind of went into their popularity, the family value between Ash and Pokemon, so a lot of the fan theories, the pop culture references, and then kind of transcending transcending generations and whatnot. So anyways, uh, so what, why are we coming back to revisit this? Because basically, new generations, both Pokemon-wise, as we've already mentioned, and just kind of people-wise would be kind of the main theme today, because actually a lot has happened since we recorded this in November of twenty seven. And kind of, like, what's moving forward? Because even, like, starting the episode of what, the opening question and Kate saying, of like, I went from nostalgia to kind of, like, I'm back into Pokemon. And the same thing with Adrian of, like, I'm ready to, like, be Pokemon or be a Pokemon again and whatnot.
2: Yeah, it's been great to see uh, the, like, let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee's influence on people because I know it brought a lot of people back into Pokemon. Uh the Wii U never really had any like great hold and the only Pokemon game it had was the uh Pokken. The Switch already is off to like a much better start, and I know a lot more people who are like excited for Gen 8 because they played Let's Go, or because, you know, they actually got into a tiny bit of like Pokemon Go or Generation Seven when it got its like remastered versions.
3: Yeah. So we'll kind of start with like kind of the media, some moving us into about why those are moving forward of like, let's kind of start with what some of the media that's been released since then. So since we kind of, when we released this episode last time, we were kind of celebrating Pokemon Sun and Moon, which I was actually confused when I first thought, when I first did the notes, because I thought it was uh, the Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, but I realized we were off by a year. And also um, the I Choose You movie had just released and Adriana just saw it. So kind of the movies since we've had that was Pokemon I Choose You, which was the reboot of, I guess, the cartoon franchise. And since then, they now have Pokemon The Power of Us released last year of 2018. And then Pokemon, a to-be-determined English title. It's basically a Japanese title. is Me Too Strikes Back Evolution. It releases in July in 2019, and assuming a 2019 or November 2019 North American release, if I'm following the pattern. So, obviously, Adrian, you watched the first one. Have you actually caught up or looking at anything for this next movies?
1: Uh, For The Power of Us? I didn't even know this was a movie.
3: Oh, yes. It's a sequel, direct sequel yeah. to... Mm-hmm. I- and
1: then I didn't know that they were doing... I mean, I knew that they were doing, like, the Mewtwo Strikes Back thing. Uh, but I don't... I didn't, like, go look to
2: find, like, a Japanese sub of it. Yeah, but. so Mewtwo Strikes Back is them remaking the first movie using CGI. Uh so it is Pokemon the first movie um just remastered in like CGI instead of like their hand drawn animation. Uh it looks What you tell me that it looks not not great. Uh the Pokemon look alright, but the like human like characters, they look wrong.
1: I mean, (laughs) I I really don't want to see Pikachu slap in Pikachu in CG. Like, are you going to tell me Ryan Reynolds is going to come slap another Ryan Reynolds Pikachu? Uh, like, it, that it, level of CGI? No, I can't it's not handle nearly that, that level. It's okay, because I can't handle that. Yeah,
2: <laughs> That that would break me. Uh, but no, this is like uh, just a new, new art style, and it honestly doesn't look that great. Um, I haven't seen uh, The Power of Us. Is that what it was called?
3: Yes, The Power of Us.
2: Um, but I, I had meant to, and I just... I didn't get around to it so
0: is it like um oh Ultraman is that that is that the type of like style that it is like that kind of like weird cg anime hybrid or
2: um I, I would have to pull up the trailer uh but I believe so it, it's Ugh. just it lacks the charm of the uh, first movie and I don't really know why they're doing it otherwise like other than you know that movie is golden so they think they can sell more
3: yeah, I'm not a fan of some of it. I know Ultraman looked interesting, but this the actual like CG or concept animation was definitely kind of a turnoff for me. Yeah. An- animation these days has been really weird of like they're trying to make it I guess better, but in some ways it seems they've made it worse, but maybe yeah. that's just my eyes. I am half blind.
0: I just don't like the hybrid stuff like t- like it's just it's it like my eyes are trying to focus or want it to be one thing and it's not that thing. Because mm-hmm. um, even in like the Broly movie, when the capsules, like the the ships, are in space, they're like obviously like CG versus um just animated. Yeah. Um, and it looks kind of weird, but that's like not the majority of the of the animation or movies.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just watched the trailer real quick, and it, it looks like they just—it's like a it looks like a cinematic cutscene type of like kind of thing. Oh, like, okay, it's not like. I don't think the CGI in it is terrible. They also put the Pikachu slapping each other at the end of the trailer, which is like, that come on, that is why,
0: disrespectful. Why
1: would you do that? That like, is that's, very. Aggressive. Why would I want to watch that? And it's like Ash yelling in the Japanese dub, which is like way more painful than like the you know English dub. So I mean, it doesn't look terrible. I'll probably watch it for free somewhere. I don't to pay for, for it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, the other thing that I wanted to bring up, because you, because uh, of Pokemon Sun and Moon, is I actually remember PETA starting a Pokemon Black and Blue campaign, which I don't think we talked about on our first episode about how how much PETA is against Pokemon existing. Yes. <laughs> um. So that was very interesting, and they got ratioed very hard on that tweet that they put out. <laughs> Because it it just made no sense. Like, they, they literally made an entire, like, graphic and campaign around, like, pictures of very, very imaged like, uh, injured Pokemon. Ooh. And I was just like, this is...
3: Yeah, that was for is... when they were announced uh, I believe so- Sword and Shield, correct? And they no, remember. I
0: thought it was Sun and Moon, because it rhymes with Black and Blue. I thought it was, it thought
3: it was the other one. Okay. I do remember the image you're talking about, but I thought it was later than that.
0: Oh, I thought it was Sun and Moon just because of Black and Blue, Sun and Moon, like,
2: could it have been for the Ultra Sun, Ultraman? Like, uh, it was Need like it? the next step. Yeah. Could have been it was one. for
0: a Pokemon game that people were excited about, and it was coming out in the blank and blank format.
2: Okay. <laughs> so any Pokemon game, essentially. <laughs> that doesn't um, really narrow
1: it down that much. I didn't realize they made this into like an actual game, like a little Flash game on their website.
0: I didn't realize um, it either what the hell
1: and they're like basically just ripping off mcdonald's like how did they get away with this <laughs> like how did they get away with like this dude looking like the hamburglar and the dude looking like ronald mcdonald like how did this work they put a lot of work into this like you're actually doing like pokemon moves like P- pikachu just used slam guys <laughs> like why did they do this why did they think that this was gonna be that like pokemon fans are gonna be like oh pokemon is so terrible why did we play this
2: game like no, come on, man. We we know, we, know what we we know what we were doing. <laughs> like I said, uh, Generation Five actually tries to tackle this as like a is is it okay for Pokemon to be fighting each other? Um, that's like the whole plot of that game. I I think people get too caught up on it. It's imaginary monsters. It's, it is what it is. <laughs> hey, my
1: fan theory, like we talked about in that episode, is that like the Pokeballs are just like lavish mansions. <laughs> and they're just chilling in there. They got, like, the big screen set up. 100%. Know? I also
0: yeah. think that it's, like, super important to note that, like, Nintendo, I guess not, because I didn't know that that was, like, a a topic in Gen 5. But I do know um, Matt and I went to IkiCon last year, and they had uh, Serenita Chendi, and uh, I forgot Lisa. her other name. She's the director Lisa, of Sun Lisa, and Moon. Lisa
3: Ortiz, I believe.
0: Yeah, Lisa Ortiz. Um, and they both talked extensively because somebody asked them in the crowd, um, what Pokemon would you have as a pet? And they just looked at each other and were like, under contract, we cannot describe Pokemon as animals. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was, I mean, I'll probably talk about it later, but like getting to hear like Pokemon voice actors and directors talk was like, Nintendo has some strict ass rules and one of them is do not refer to pokemon as animals which i think no fan abides
3: by at all cuz which the- that was by far the weirdest panel ever of basically i don't know other than you showing up and saying hi they basically were not allowed to say anything or do anything pretty much so it was very very And they weird. gave
0: like a disclaimer in the beginning like a 5 minute disclaimer talking about how they are not here representing Uh, representing Nintendo, the anime, or any of the thoughts of the original creators of Pokemon. And this is not an official Pokemon panel to discuss Pokemon.
3: It was very weird. But yes, speaking of which, the voice actors, uh, the TV anime uh, still has now added two seasons with Ultra Legends currently on its run now and currently in i believe uh, it's obviously running in Japan and i believe it's still updating a little behind in north america so they are still going strong in those areas apparently
2: Pokemon will never stop uh that anime is going to continue on long after we are
3: gone yes apparently it's in season because ash never and wins. 22 yeah
0: but... is it because ash never wins like how can there can never be an end because he never wins
2: if I remember correctly, uh at the end of x, y, and Z, he gets very close, like he's fighting the champion and he ends up losing.
0: I'm totally just gonna keep referencing when we listened to people when we went to that panel with those uh with those voice actors because uh one of the audiences talked at the voice actors about that,
3: okay, and Sorry. I specifically <laughs> say
0: talked at the voice actors. Because they just kind of went on like a 10 minute explanation as to why Ash should have won that season. Um, (sighs) The voice actors were like, well, if you understand Pokemon, it's not about winning, it's about growing. And And it's all about the journey, guys. Come on. Yeah. But I still uh, think Ash should win at least once
1: i i don't know man because like when i used to watch the show he won he won the indigo league or or the uh the orange what the what was it he, uh, i think he won the orange islands yeah yeah he, yeah. he won he won orange he won the orange league and then wasn't he like battle frontier champion master something so or other? the
0: woman who voiced yeah. ash said that he has only won something one time and i trust her because she is the character
1: I mean, I guess. I'm going to because I'm pretty but... sure he he won like two things, and then he won two I... things <laughs> in
0: 22 seasons. Hey, it's
1: two things when I was watching, so that all that that's all that matters to me. <laughs> two
0: things in 22 seasons.
1: Yeah, Orange League champion, Master of Kanto's Battle Frontier, and the eighth Frontier Brain. Okay, so and two then,
0: things in
3: 22 seasons, and then
1: the rest of it's like semifinalist in the Sinnoh League. I remember that, and mm-hmm. then runner up in the. Lemon Conference? I don't even know what that
3: is. Just names we go.
0: But she did say, like, they went into like a long discussion, like the director of Sun and Moon and and her kind of like talked with each other about it and explained how like they have nieces and nephews who get really sad when Ash loses, but that from a directorial standpoint and as the property exists from Japan, the point of it is to teach children how to keep going after loss. And not to teach them that winning is the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's supposed to, like, represent this, like, constant struggle for growth and, like, inspire kids that way. That's what they landed on, which I thought was really interesting. And um, Sarah, the voice of Ash, was just like, "It." I just, I can't, I can't look at my niece in the eyes and be like, yeah, he's going to win sometime, honey.
3: Because <laughs> he's just not. He's
2: not. Nah. <laughs> He's not red.
3: He wishes he was. We know they're never going to win because then when they win, there's nothing to look forward to.
0: Do you like listening to But Why, though? Well, the PodCoin app is a podcast player that pays you to listen to this podcast and all of the podcasts that you love. Just get the PodCoin app on iPhone or Android and start listening today. It's free and super easy to use with every minute you listen getting you sweet, sweet coins. It turns your podcast listening into charity or if you like, just get some Amazon or Starbucks gift cards. I mean, getting paid to listen to podcasts, that's pretty cool. I use the PodCoin app to do all my podcast listening now and I can be 100%. I love it. So, seriously, just go get the PodCoin app and use our invite code, but why though? And though, spelled T-H-O, you know, you listen to the show. You'll get 300 PodCoin just for signing up if you use our code. That's 300 PodCoin just for signing up if you use our code, but why though? Go give PodCoin a try today.
3: But moving on to kind of the, one of the big reasons that we're redoing this, and we've already mentioned it quite a few, is the live action Detective Pikachu, which releases Um, Released last week on May 10th with Ryan Reynolds playing Pikachu and Justice Smith and Tim Goodman, a former Pokemon trainer. So the main question is, are we excited for one, a Pokemon movie, then two, live action, actual Pokemon?
0: I wasn't at first. They terrified me. I I didn't know what to do. Like it was just, it it was just weird, especially Miss. I'm still scared of Mr. Mind by the way. Like, but somebody I think somebody somebody had mentioned that um, because they saw that I was scared of Mr. Mime and they're like, "Okay, so you think it's weird that they have fur, but just imagine all of them as skin like Mr. Mime and you'll appreciate the fur. And I was like, oh, yeah, I do. But then we just got... We got more pictures and more, like, actual... I, I think the marketing campaign for Detective Pikachu has been really, really good in that, like, recently they've been releasing, like, up-close images of, each, of like, people's favorite Pokemon. And, like, for me, when I saw it on... In the trailer in, in the theater, I was like, holy crap. One, this looks amazing. And two, like... I was stupid for ever not being excited about live-action Pokemon because it just means I'm this much closer to having one of my own.
3: Anybody else okay. excited? I'm just, I'm
1: just taken aback by the fact that Kate wants her own Pokemon.
0: Are you, I uh, do. I are we all surprised? want <laughs> our own Pokemon. I was like, are you surprised do, do by Do you not point? want your own Pokemon?
1: <laughs> I mean, so, yeah, but like, just like one step closer makes it seem, I don't know, I don't know, it's too real.
2: There's always that like question if you could go to any game universe which one would you go to and 100 percent it's always Pokemon I have a very low chance of dying and I can actually be a master of something <laughs> yeah and when something like bad your bar. memory just
1: gets when something when something bad happens and like the world's gonna end your memory just get... memory just gets wiped at the end of the movie anyway so <laughs> yeah. you know, it's all fine it's perfect um... <laughs> I
0: couldn't live in Pokemon because then I have to eat Pokemon and that still bothers me so much
2: nah
1: they'd
0: be so
2: yeah. tasty. Was <laughs> delicious. i for one am like extremely excited about this movie uh i am glad that they're just letting ryan reynolds be like comedic uh because he does such a good job with like pr and stuff uh i don't know if either of you guys uh saw his like going uh like into character and being method acting while doing detective pikachu uh they did an interview with him and his wife and it's honestly just pure comedy gold this I, movie I love him. yeah it, this movie's coming out like on my birthday and so i'm just like yes i'm i'm turning 28 this is great i'm going to celebrate being an adult by going to see pokemon in theaters <laughs>
3: I'm with basically both of you. I'm actually excited. I was de- very hesitant, and I was like, "This is going to be stupid." Because um, obviously, I've mentioned probably on other podcasts, if I'm not a fan of these Disney live actions that they're doing, and I think they're like totally unnecessary and thing. And then I kind of like with Kate, I we I don't remember what movie we went to. We saw the first trailer, like actually in theaters, and I was like, "I'm on board with this. I'm ready for this." And then like we've released more stuff. The Pokemon actually look pretty well done, at least so far, from what we've seen compared to like except. Some of the Disney live action stuff is like, oh, this is horrendous. But these Pokemon look pretty good, well, pretty well done. I'm just excited, and hopefully, I hope it is good. I want to say it's going to be good, but we'll have to see. But uh, I'm actually surprised, but I'm glad they took this risk of actually doing this. I never thought we'd actually get to this point. For as much as we've had just to be in an anime, a manga, and video games, like to now get an actual, well, I guess you can't say can't get a live action because that's all we do these days. But we finally got to this point after twenty something years.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Um, I've just been hurt so much by like video game adaptations and anime oh, yeah. adaptations that like I'm always super weary. But when I saw the like the teaser trailer, I was like, oh yeah, I'm in. I don't need any more. Like I'm good. Like this is this is this is I want I want this in my life. Um, Give me Deadpool or anything, and he's it's the vibes I get. He's basically Pikachu as Deadpool as Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> and I'm down with that. And I also really like Justin Smith in the Get Down. Justice Smith is the name? Yeah, Justice Smith's in the get down. So um I'm I'm I don't know how this won't be good. I <laughs> I think something really wrong has to happen for this not to be good, just from everything that we've seen. And the Charizard looks so dope, I want one.
2: Yeah, uh question for all of you, do you think it is gonna finally break the curse and it be an actual good video game movie?
0: I mean I don't think it's a curse, because I feel like Tomb Raider was a good video game movie. But yeah. I digress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good video game movie. Okay. Warcraft both also two is, two is two it as terrible
1: as people say it is. So. It is no. No. Both,
3: good video game two movie? Two are we talking about like actual good movie where people actually might can step outside the video game and like this movie? Is what I think, I'm assuming you're trying to say.
2: Yeah. Uh, okay. Will it be a good movie? Will it be a faithful adaptation? Because I feel like those are the two bars you have to really hit.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I think that makes sense because I know that, like, so the reason I just said, like, I I don't like I think it's a curse because like two the both two Raider adaptations are like unique, but like because everything else has sucked. But I do think at least looking at it, I think it's gonna be faithful so far as in universe stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I haven't played Detective Pikachu, but it looks like they have their crap together on like Pokemon lore, right? So like keeping everything tight into what exists
2: yeah that's been one of like the great things watching those trailers is going like frame by frame to see like all the like little bits of like hey you're keeping with the pokemon universe here is the Sinnoh league championship here's some of the legendaries you would expect to find uh it's interesting to see them take like such great care and detail with uh the pokemon universe so i'm excited for this even more I i really hope it's gonna be good
0: so I also I d- think it's gonna get people involved in it who don't know what Pokemon is too, because like that just looks like a fun movie to watch. Like mm-hmm. regardless of your attachment to the franchise or anything, I I do definitely think it's gonna get people in the seats. I I'm hoping that it will get money because Endgame is winding down. Is it winding down? It's winding down, right?
2: It's been what almost three weeks. Yeah, It's winding down. It's winding down. I don't think it's come to a stop by any means, but.
3: We always have those random people but that for some reason go to the same movie over and over again. But I think outside of them, I think the general public, for the most part, if you want to see it, you've seen it. And they've given you plenty of opportunity to see it by now. So I think you can, well, I think we can get at least, I don't think it's going to affect Pikachu as much. Especially with how much they did, like, theaters they had for the first two weeks. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, looking at like who's involved, I, I think it'll be fine. I mean, the director is Robert Letterman, who's done Shark Tale, Monsters vs. Aliens, Gulliver's Travels. Um, you know, it's been attached. I forgot attached
0: that, to that sh- movie existed. <laughs> I heard that mumble in there. Another oh, Yeah. Monsters vs. Aliens is really good,
1: though. Yeah, Monsters vs. Aliens isn't bad, and I think Shark Tale's super underrated. So I think it'll be fine. I think at least in that front, it'll we're we're in, yeah.
3: So for you, outside of obviously Kate, um, so the Pokemon that we have seen, I seem to recognize majority of them. Or do we have anything outside of Gen One, Gen Two, Gen Three Pokemon that we've seen so far? Or has it all been pretty much Gen One for the most part?
2: No, there's a big action sequence with a bunch of Greninja, which I believe and in... don't shoot me on this is Gen Six or Are Gen Five. Are those 5? the one in
0: the tree? Gen Six.
2: They're like the frogs sh- throwing shuriken. Yeah, the ones yeah. in the
0: trees. Yeah. One like this. And I,
2: and I believe they also, like, in one text? of the trailers, like, bust through a door and stuff and are trying to, like, attack. It seems like they're taking a healthy amount from every single uh, generation. Obviously putting a bit more emphasis on the first generation because that is, you know, what people are most familiar with, especially since Let's Go just came out.
0: So I do want to know too, like from Yale's perspective, like do you think the marketing is just focusing on Gen One to get like to get parents on board, right? Like, cause like God, or like, even we're, parents we're, are just about are...
3: like people like us. Yeah. Well,
0: no, but 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 no. So what I mean, but what I mean by that is like it hits into that nostalgia factor. But it's also, like, if you're a parent with a kid and you felt detached from the franchise because you've been looking at it through them and it's different and you only had it in the beginning, right? Like, and you lost, I'm just trying to say, like, if, if you're a parent with a kid and, like, you only have that nostalgia piece and, or if you're, like, a get-off-my-lawn person and just doesn't understand what your kid's playing now, like, do you, th- like, th- that seems like a demographic that they're hitting with that Well
2: it's probably a lot of hey these are some of like the more nostalgic pokemon it also like i said is kind of like tying into let's go which just came out uh last year which brought in a lot of new fans and a lot of like old fans and so showing some more of those pokemon uh is like oh i know who that is maybe i will go see this i think that's kind of what they're planning i
3: well, it's fair because obviously like yeah
2: i
1: mean just just from like, I just like a quick Google. So I, I'm i curious because I don't, I didn't go like frame by frame, but like just by doing a Google of like, Hey, who's in this thing? There's like a bunch of Pokemon that are just kind of, I don't know how big of a role they'll have, mm-hmm. but there's Pokemon. There's this one Pokemon called Boafalant who looks like a Tauros, but like with an Afro. Yeah. <laughs> there's this yeah. bravery Pokemon that I don't know.
0: Who's okay. I got two there's questions.
1: this Om- Omolaga who looks like a little cute, Flying squirrel thing? I got two questions. What what is
0: what what is the name of the pink dog that has the angry face? And what is the name of the the very memeable duck-billed guy with a hat and beard that that's looks like Psyduck oh my god, that's not... happening.
2: No, it
1: is Ludicolo.
0: Yeah. Who is it
1: Ludicolo? Ludicolo? I don't know if you pronounce it. You never hear the name Pokemon's names pronounced. Do I never know how to pronounce any of them outside of like the TV show? How do you of, never like, hear them
0: pronounce? Don't they only say their name?
3: Well, if you're like, like me, I'm... you just read them on the game, and you never actually you make your own. Names. Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. okay, that's fair. He looks kind of like a Psyduck, though, cute. But what's the
3: pink dog?
2: Oh shoot! It starts with an S. Um...
3: Awesome, that narrowed it down.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Listen, there are over 800 Pokemon. My brain is not as good as it used to be.
3: I mean, we we only have 26 letters in the alphabet, and you eliminated 25 of them, so that's good.
0: <laughs> not gonna um, lie, I kind of want to ask somebody to send us them say, naming snubble. as many Pokemon as they can. Snubble?
1: Snubble? Oh, oh, I, I was trying to figure out like, who was she talking about? Snubble. Yeah, okay. Snubble. Yeah, snub-ble.
0: snubble.
1: Yeah. That's
0: adorable! That's what, Gen 3? Gen 3, I think? So I that actually think right. I can thank Gen 8 and the Detective Pikachu movie for me being like, okay, maybe these Pokemon I don't know are actually pretty cool because they're adorable.
1: <laughs> what, there's an octillery in this movie? It's Perfect. a giant octopus. Why? <laughs> how? How? So how is that a thing, thing on land? There's
0: you in this movie, too?
1: I mean, like, not like giant, giant, but like... Like, probably, like, an eight-foot-tall octopus.
3: That's pretty giant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's not that big, especially for, like, an octopus or creatures in the sea. Um,
1: Sorry, that was, like, a long time talking about Detective Pikachu, but, like, no, I'm excited. that was good. That was one of the main <laughs> long things. Long story short.
3: Yeah, that was one of the main things I did want to hit, because that is one of the big things coming out for, like, this, not really renaissance, but, like, kind of revival in Pokemon, it seems like, since this. Um, kind of we talked okay. about here, but kind of moving into the next big thing of, like, a lot of the games have come out and they've actually been relatively done and really good. Like uh, we, we did Celebrate Sun and Moon, which was kind of like, I, I think it was like on the Wii U, is that correct or something? When it no, it? it's on the 3DS. 3DS, that's correct. I knew it was something that nobody owned. Um, <clears throat> and so, but now they got Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, which came out in November of 2018. Um, kind of remakes of Pokemon Blue and Red and kind of inspired by Pokemon Yellow, with this blend. And sadly, I did not own a Switch, so I couldn't play it, but it was one of those, like, I was ready to go play this game for sure, and definitely brought back the Pokemon Red vibes that I grew up playing. And I know it, one of you have at least played this.
2: Yeah, I, I've played through <laughs> Sun and Moon, uh, Ultra Sun and Moon, and then Let's Go. I really love all these. Uh, Sun and Moon uh, takes place in Alola, which is the pokemon universe's version of hawaii and so you're getting a mix of like kanto pokemon with these new pokemon and add some variants to your favorite pokemon um so things evolve a bit differently you can get a vulpex that is ice uh like typing and it evolves into an ice vulpex and it's perfect it's honestly my favorite pokemon uh out of the new stuff But then, you know, you also get the return of, like, Gen 1 with the Let's Go mechanics, with uh, Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu, and those games are just a ton of fun. It was one of those games I got to play at uh, E3 last year, and I was just sitting there, like, playing it, throwing the Pokeball at the, like, screen, essentially, and being like, wow, I didn't think I was going to enjoy this, but it is so relaxing, and I wasn't expecting that.
3: I do know one of the things that Kate's really enjoyed, even though she hadn't played it watching it, is they allow you to not only run around with, I believe, Eevee or Pikachu, but you also get to choose one Pokemon to actually follow you and not just you running around. Mm,
2: yeah, that's uh something that Pokemon Yellow first did with Pikachu yeah. and then uh Heart Gold and Soul Silver allowed you to do it with any Pokemon, and that was a remake of Gen 2. And so this is just, you know, taking that idea and applying it to the original 151. I personally got like the Mew from the little Pokeball and traveled around with a Mew the entire time and it was perfect.
0: Mew's <laughs> so cute. I just Mew is know, my like, favorite Pokemon of all comes. time
2: and some <laughs> friends of mine just got back from Japan and they got me Mew chopsticks and a little chopstick holder and it is the cutest thing I've ever seen.
0: That is so adorable. <laughs>
3: Um, so I guess moving from there we got always we got Smash Bros Unlimited came out in December of eighteen, which Pokemon also are pretty big in that game as well. Um
1: Ultimate. Yes, they are big in that game. Yes.
3: Uh so, You said Unlimited. Oh my bad. I thought I said Ultimate. Yeah, I
1: mean Pokemon people are crazy, man. I'm just trying to protect you on the uh, <laughs> Twitters. I
3: went through that thing and I saw people Pokemon people talk and I was like, they're on a whole nother level. I will never be on this <laughs> level. I'm uncomfortable right now.
2: Yeah, right. I, I can talk a, a great deal about Pokemon until we get into, like, the TGC, uh, like, current meta and the, like, competitive scene. That is beyond my understanding.
1: Yeah, we touched on it a little bit in our episodes. So I'm hoping, like, that's enough because, I mean, to be honest, like, a lot of those championships are for kids. like there's like one adult division and like 17 kid divisions
2: yeah the the tgc I, i mean i i couldn't keep up with it anymore i hopped back into it a tiny bit about five or six years ago but outside of going to like one tournament i was just like this isn't for me uh competitive pokemon that takes this pretty like simplistic jrpg and changes everything i know about it and i'm just like how was there this many levels to this game that i just never cared about
1: yeah, I think I said it in our, our other side because we, my, um I was lucky enough to get my parents into Pokemon. I was like, my You and dad can play each other and then y'all can compete, which they love to do. So we got into it and we, we had a quite a bit of Pokemon cards and we would go to like the, the local comic book shop, you know, every other weekend and play. So I don't know, maybe four years ago or so, we were like, oh, hey, they're doing this tournament thing. We still have all of our old Pokemon cards that were legit back in the day. Let's just go play. And then I find out that, like, Pokemon, like, standard, go up to, like, 140 HP. Oh, yeah. And a lot of the cards that we used to play with aren't even in, like, circulation anymore. And I was like, oh. Well, this little 8 year old's about to kick my ass because his Pokemon are all way stronger than mine.
2: Yeah, with a bunch of the, like, TGC and stuff, uh, they do, like, seasons for the packs, and only certain seasons are, like viable or like you can actually use in tournaments and the older stuff is just like completely like weak in comparison uh they actually did like a re-release of a bunch of the old cards bringing them up to power um which is cool if you liked the old design but i don't know i just i couldn't get back into it
3: Yeah, which kind of leads to basically the new game coming out that was just announced this year in February, uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. It will be released later in 2019, and also basically to the next starting point, which Kate has been wanting to talk about this entire episode, starts Generation H. And so Generation H, along with Pokemon Sword and Shield, was announced in February. Um, We got the new starter so far. Um, Sabol, which is the water, Groki or Groki or whatever you want to call that thing, is the grass. Score Bunny is the fire. Um, we got some logos, and apparently it's taking place in the setting of Galar region, which kind of looks almost like Great Britain.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but, if you take the map and you, I think, flip it upside down, it is Great Britain. Yes. Uh, which is cool. Um, with Generation 6, I think we got. Paris five takes place in, uh, like New York, America area. So they're jumping all over the map, which is cool. Uh, finally moving outside of just Japan.
3: Yeah, no, I I looked at the map when I was obviously doing these and I saw between the cities of mountains. It actually looked like a really cool map to explore. Um, it, like I said, the, the variety of regions they have within this Island or whatever you want to call it, basically an Island, um, yeah. look like it could be a lot of fun to play in. So I guess now that we have, this is here. This is cool. Um, what do y'all think of these starters? Do you have a favorite? Are you picking one? Are you even interested so far in this?
2: I currently love all these starters. Um, I really am hoping that Score Bunny is not another firefighting Pokemon because that's been the problem with fire Pokemon for the past few generations. Where I think it's like of the like seven current like Pokemon uh, like generations. Three of the like just fire starters are firefighting, and that typing's just overplayed at this point. It's a bit boring i I'm definitely gonna be playing through this game multiple times, so i I don't know who I'm gonna be picking, but probably uh gonna go with sobble just because, like I said uh connects to me on that deep level of we're both depressed creatures. <laughs>
3: Kate, here's your opportunity. go for it.
0: Saable is the bestest of boys um and he is amazing and i I honestly i don't know anything about him other than he's a water pokemon and that he's adorable (laughs) and that he just looks like he needs a hug and lately i've needed hugs and he just speaks to me on a deep level and i've seen a whole bunch of people selling plushies on etsy and it takes everything in my power to not buy one because they are adorable you should
2: buy yourself two. That way, he can have a friend.
0: <gasps> oh, Matt! <Nope. laughs>
2: I'm not a good influence.
0: i <laughs> buy a big Sobble and a little Sobble. Um, but no, I. So I. One of the things that has been kind of weird for me is just the names of these Pokemon. Like even when Adrian was saying like naming some of the Pokemon, they saw, so I'm just like, what the hell? <laughs> I don't even know if I can pronounce this. Um, but like the names of these Sobble and ScoreBuddy, and Grookey. Like, those are easy names. And they're cute names, and they're adorable names, and I just, I want to hug Bobble. Because he's so cute. And maybe give him some Xanax. We could both use that.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm mainly excited because I have something to play the games on. I haven't had something to play the games on in a long time. Um, so I'm genuinely excited. I think you're right, um, Ryan, about the whole firefighting thing, because I personally thought Blaziken was dope. But then I, hate I got that Fire Chicken.
2: I hate that Fire then Chicken I, so much.
1: And then I got Infernape in the next one. Yep. <laughs> and then I was like, I don't want to play this anymore. And then they gave us Embor in the next one. I didn't play that one, but I'm like, you're just giving me the same things over and over again. And I don't. I don't want that. I'm kind of sad I didn't play the the last one because Fire Dark sounds cool and Linton looks like a cute kitty and I want it.
2: Yeah, Incineroar. Uh, I, I'm glad he's Fire Dark, but uh, man, does his design scream firefighting? And I think they saw that and they were like, "Oh, he, we intended for him to be firefighting, but then we realized we couldn't do that again, and so we we'll switch him over to Dark yeah. real quick." It's fine. He's so, a wrestler who's Fire Dark.
0: For yeah, he's got the belt. For belts the uninitiated. Can you explain what those two things mean?
2: Uh, it's just the, like, typing. Um, so after, even in Gen 1, each Pokemon has, like, a, a type. And so a lot of the starter Pokemon no longer are just pure fire, water, or grass. A lot of them have, like, a secondary typing to them. So firefighting, um, like, water, fairy, uh, the... Gen 7 grass pokemon is uh grass ghost and it's like an owl. It's great. Um it just makes them a bit more viable in the late game.
0: Okay,
3: that's interesting. And Yeah, but yeah, Scorbunny looks that. dope. Do you like Scorbunny? Scorbunny? I personally at I don't like I didn't like the way the Scorbunny design so far?
1: I also always pick fire. Like it can be the ugliest Pokemon ever, but I'm always picking well, what fire. I'm saying I like, usually I like just, to pick just, fire, but yeah. I don't
3: really like that it's just a little bunny rabbit. Like, what are you lighting on fire? You take that back, Matt. <laughs> what?
1: What? <laughs> what do you mean? Just a little po- the other one just a little monkey and the other one just like
0: a,
3: frog a
1: thing. A little Tadpole? polywag
3: and not recognizable.
1: A little polywag wannabe. Yeah, but polywags
3: at least like water and monkeys Definitely it looks like
1: Polywag in- and like Mudkip had a baby, and that's what came out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's why it's so
1: sad.
3: I will say these Pokemon at least look like because obviously I've not followed up especially past like probably Gen One and whatnot. These do look like pretty well done starters for the most part so far. What we've seen in the design, um, it should be interesting to see what they evolve into. We don't really have a lot of information as all. Well. Um, I guess if you had to pick one right now to start with, who are we going with? Bubble.
2: Yeah, I I'd go Sobble as well, even though really I'm going to wait until I see those final evolutions. Oh, Score bunny. It, it, it could just be a giant
1: fat bunny and I'm still down. <laughs> like that dude, Score Bunny can turn into like Tortoro and like just be like a Snorlax level fighting Pokémon and I'm or a Snorlax level fire Pokémon and I'm still down. Oh gosh, I mean, I, I I'd be actually into if, that too.
0: What if like <laughs> Sobble's evolution just has Sobble getting increasingly sadder?
2: What if he just becomes a real buff uh, sad Pokemon?
0: Yeah, like what if like he just looks sadder in each iteration? Why? I don't know.
2: Is his final evolution me? Because that's about as low as you can get.
3: <laughs> Bring on the brightest of people. Um, but no, we have. Um, I will say I'm kind of with the boat of Ryan. I'd probably be Sobble, but I do like I do like to see the last actual evolution before I would select one. But if I had to take a starter based on stuff. I like the fire, why? but I'm not a fan
0: of the f- bunny. Why would you pick Sable though? I'm really interested.
3: Huh? I think. Wait, why would
0: you pick Sabble?
3: One, he's blue. I don't I don't like the designs of the other two. One just looks he's like a blue. generic bunny, and the other one's just like a generic monkey. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know what this is. This looks a lot better. Plus, like we all said, he just looks like the saddest and could use a friend to go Pokemon with.
0: This so hubble is just going to have the most usage as, their, as a starter because people just want him to not be alone, is what you're saying.
3: Most of 100%. <laughs> so, um, I know one thing, uh, briefly, people were kind of, I don't know how you felt, Ryan or even Adrian, Um, if you've seen the logos, people were kind of not really disappointed, but it wasn't like the thing where they literally just put a wolf on a sword and a wolf on a shield.
2: I mean, the logos for Sun and Moon were just... Uh a sun and a moon so i guess
3: that people were hoping (laughs) for something different per se
2: yeah i I don't know i kind of like that it's going into that like great britain uh old school like medieval uh like style um i'm curious to see how this is going to affect like the title pokemon the cover pokemon like those legendaries uh if they are going to be wolf based uh just because we got a bunch of like I, I guess it was more like a dog, but like a a wolf Pokemon uh last generation. So I, I'm I'm curious to see how this is gonna affect the game, but I have no strong opinions on it right now. Uh I really don't have any opinions on it either because
1: they're kind of just like running out of shit to call things. Like there's only <laughs> so many like uh contrasting color combinations slash like Mineral combinations that you can make before you start running out of stuff and just have to start. Well, pencil and pen, <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, and
2: I don't even know which one I'd get. I guess I have to go with the shield one because it's red. So uh, I'm gonna hold off until I see which one uh corresponds with which legendary,
0: guys. Pokemon Salt and Pepper. <sighs> I mean it's
1: just I'm one
2: gonna... <laughs> big cooking game where you have to beat Brock at the end. Oh man, you're gonna cook up so many good Pokemon in that game. Oh
0: no! What <laughs> <did I do? laughs> there
2: I'm it is. Done. <laughs> well, I'm gonna be picking up Pokemon Salt for sure.
3: <laughs> oh my god. No. Um, but as far as that's pretty much about all of our new stuff um that we've been announced, I mean that's actually to me kind of a quite a bit in just a year and a half. It does seem like I said we not necessarily Renaissance, but does seem we are getting a lot more Pokemon, and they are doing. And we kind of touched on it, but I do want to mention that, like, I feel like this all this content is good because it's quite a bit of like the we got the old reboots of like the movies. Um, we kind of we got the nostalgia factors, like kind of the red and blue stuff, but we also have a new generation, and even of Pikachu moving forward. So I think we got a nice blend of this whole like it kind of touches everybody, and so I guess, um, I guess out of all that. What are all of you excited for? I mean, out of all of that, the most?
2: For me, I'm most excited for Generation 8. Uh, This is the first time a, like, core main series Pokemon game is coming to a home console. Uh, For me, this is huge. I'm streaming with you guys uh, these past few uh, weeks now. So, I'm excited for November to kick around because that is all I'm going to be playing on the stream. Nonstop is going to be Pokemon Good luck trying to stop me. Uh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, For me, like one of my biggest hesitations is like they recently, uh, with generation six introduced the poke bank, which allows you to like transfer your Pokemon, uh, from game to game, uh, over the internet and store thousands of Pokemon. And it's how I've been able to collect all the Pokemon. If, generation eight comes out and they don't have uh the pokebank on the switch it will mean that all my pokemon are trapped on the 3DS and I want to transfer them over. I want to have a complete pokedex moving forward. So wait, 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 wait. You mean you want to be able to like day
1: one transfer over 800 pokemon to your game? Usually what Usually
2: what they do Whoa. is they uh release the pokebank about a month or two after the release of a game. So oh, it won't okay. be day one, but it will be, you know, In that first year, having all the Pokemon, it's why I've been like, it's why I completed the Pokedex and Sun. It's why I've been like constantly trying to get them all, is because I want them all in one place in one box. Because that just I don't know, it ticks a little box for me. Are you trying to say that you're trying to catch them all? I am trying to say I'm trying to catch them all.
3: (laughs) I want to be the very best, the very best,
2: (laughs) like no one ever was.
3: I will say, I do like the mention of the stuff because. I will. Uh, they they've always seemed to be more like on your Game Boys, your 3DSs, and now having this on Switch, I think will be very big. And I think that was a great design. It's sad that we don't have mm-hmm. a Switch, but the Switch seems to be very a very promising console. Especially with the you still
2: got version. time to get one.
3: It's not that I won't get one. It's just uh, yeah. It's you November, man. Start saving now. Just send me your old one. I know you can't. You can only have yeah. One, you know, 36. I uh,
2: when Nintendo <laughs> announces like the uh, Switch 2.0. I might send you my old broken one.
3: <laughs> it still plays
2: on the TV fine. It just really can't do handheld very well.
3: Also it can't that, do its main
2: function. I'm okay that with That
0: keeps it. saying that we're not going to get a switch for Ultimate Alliance 3, but we're going to get a switch. Like, <laughs> it's it's going to happen. Uh, on that
2: Game, game Boys so for Endgame, we reviewed uh, Ultimate Alliance 1 and 2, and now everyone's convinced about getting 3, and I'm very excited.
0: Uh. I love Ultimate Alliance, except for that one time Matt had Infinity War spoiled for.
3: It, it is what it is. They're yeah. still great games. Um, But no, I think uh, overall, I mean, I guess, Adrian, you have a Switch. Are you now excited that you feel you can play these games as well?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's one of the biggest reasons that I'm going to be picking up the new gen. I did pick up Let's Go Pikachu and stuff because, like, all the reviews I said said it was basically, like, not... It didn't seem like it was like you know a traditional you know JRPG. Oh, it, thing it's definitely it more, not. It's much it's more, more simplified. Like, yeah, and I didn't know if I wanted to spend money on like a, a better version of like Pokemon Go, mm-hmm. which is you know I I, don't, I don't need to play it. But I'm excited for the new game mainly because the I'm excited for the fire starter looking person, um, and the new region looks cool. I'm excited for the new region. I'm it's one of the things that. I like most about these games that each region's a little bit different, so I'm excited to see like how this plays into kind of like the world building of this, and uh, obviously excited for Detective Pikachu. Um, I mean, we're recording this the day before it comes out, so I will be in my seat and probably would have watched it in the next 24 hours. So I'm hoping that I come out liking it and wanting my own Pokemon, like Kate.
2: Yeah, when they announced uh, Detective Pikachu's release date, I. Literally it was like, wow, the the world just gave me a birthday gift. This is perfect. <laughs>
3: um, I guess we're all excited for all these things. Um, do you think we'll get more? I mean, do you think this I mean, obviously this looks good. Do you, one, do you think we'll get if Pikachu exceeds, do you think we'll get more live action movies?
2: Depending on action. how this does, I mean, I predict this is gonna make some serious money. I know the Switch game's gonna sell. We're gonna be getting more Pokemon. Uh I'm curious as to see where they go with Detective Pikachu. I don't know that it immediately lends itself to a sequel, but uh we'll see it It should be exciting. I think oh. we're going to be getting more like I said, Pokemon's going to outlast all of us at this point
0: <laughs> yeah i'm I'm Camp Ryan mostly because if when we were at Inkecon in that panel there were i mean and it kind of goes back to what we talked about in our first the first time we covered it. There are so many generations of Pokemon fans. Like, this is something that is, like, it's it's not a flash in the pan, and it's something that is sustained through multiple people, multiple types of people, people, multiple fans. And I do think that Pokemon as it exists is one of those unique franchises that hasn't forgotten its original fan base like I think that there are a lot of times when you have reboots and remakes and like things that go on for so long that sometimes they either forget their original fan base and cater only to new fans mm-hmm. or you and I kind of think like like supernatural where they don't care about new fans they're just there for the original fan base and I think that Pokemon has struck this balance that is gonna make it, like Ryan said, outlast us all. Because it's just it has so much love from so many areas of life. And I think all that Detective Pikachu shows is that it's just expanding its reach. I don't see Pokemon ending anytime soon.
1: Yeah, there's no way it does, especially since it's still like the highest grossing media franchise like of all time. Like beating out basically anything you can think of. You know, and it's that's that's Pokemon. Like that's not like Star Wars or Star Trek or I mean, I think you half know, of the XYZ. are
2: just me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like they they have they have way too much money in the game to like let this die, so they have to keep doing things well to keep people going. And I think Sword and Shield and Detective Pikachu are steps in that right direction, and then they're they're just gonna keep increasing that gap of, you know, how much money and franchising that they're gonna make. From all this, yeah,
3: we'll say it's pretty good that we mentioned because we talked about four of like the new content. Old content, we don't hear Pokemon fatigue. We're hearing like we're actually excited for new stuff. Yeah. No yeah. Pokemon,
2: I think uh, every generation does a really good job of introducing new Pokemon, and while you're playing the game, also like peppering in a few of the older Pokemon. Uh, so when you do encounter like a Pokemon from Gen one, you're like, Oh wow, I w- I wasn't expecting that in this region. That's cool. And so you get a little bit of nostalgia with like each adventure and it keeps uh returning fans like happy while also introducing new fans to the older generations.
3: Yeah. And that's not to say that Pikachu I mean Pikachu, uh Pokemon haven't been popular, obviously the highest grossing franchise and everything else, but it does seem within the last two years, especially since we recorded this that it seemed to be Almost getting more in the general audience mainstream type. Yeah. Like before it was like, yeah, there's a ton of people playing Pokemon, but they were a select group. Now it's like any person I know that may not know anything other than they heard Pikachu like, I'm going to go see Detective Pikachu.
0: Yeah, I think too. Like I, I feel like we're kind of at, I feel like we're at Pokemon Go type level hype and like visibility, but in a different way. Like this actually feels sustained. Whereas like Pokemon Go was one of those things where it was everywhere and everybody loved it and everybody was doing it and everybody was talking about it. But given the nature of the game, it seemed very much like a fad and that's kind of mm-hmm. what it had been for, you know, for, a, they had a little lull. Um, a lot of it was optimi- op, um, Niantic's optimization issues. But um, this, it feels like it's that level of visibility and love, but it feels it feels different. Like it's the mm-hmm. same in scope but I think different in sustainability.
2: Well, and I'm going to hate myself for using this word, but it is the Pokemon company displaying great like synergy of having uh, Let's Go come out, introducing like new fans to the franchise, getting back some old fans, giving you Detective Pikachu, which is a family-friendly like movie, so all generations can go see it, and then giving you a new main series Pokemon game on the same console that Let's Go came out on. And it's like... Yeah, you got in this one year, you guys are just killing it
3: by far. Um,
2: do you think any Pokemon
1: die in Detective Pikachu?
3: Don't, don't you dare, Adrian. (laughs) Um, I
0: just saw a gif of sad Pikachu and I can't handle that because it's too freaking real and it reminds me of my dog looking sad. So, don't, don't you put that on this podcast. Is that
2: sad Pikachu sitting next to like the fountain? And I'm just like, oh, oh man, this movie's gonna have some feels, isn't it? Yeah, I mean it's a detective movie. Some something's got to
1: die, and it's a world full of Pokemon. So, like, chances are it's going to be a Pokemon. I'm
2: not ready for that.
3: Kate's just in shell shock right now. <laughs>
0: I didn't think about that, and I'm like, I've been through enough tears in the theater these this past freaking two weeks. Like, I, I no, Nope. nope. <sighs> I can't.
3: it's okay, man. I you kill, be better you with John
1: York. <laughs> Yeah, and, and you kill your rivals, eradicate in like Gen One stuff. So like, we're they they're used to like letting you kill stuff.
0: Yep. God, I just remembered how dark a lot of uh, a lot of like anime and anime based stuff is, and then how like in America because of four kids TV we get that taken away, yes. and it just made me think of uh, of Yu Gi Oh.
2: Yeah, you guys talked about this on your uh, Pokemon episode. uh... Pokemon like the the manga is pretty pretty dark and then Pokemon like yeah they get like split in half the, like it's, the original it's messed like, up game uh had like the Pokemon Tower and the first Pokemon you encounter is like in there just the ghost of a Marowak and it's like oh I don't know how I'm handling this now
3: <laughs> yeah um I thought about that question I didn't put it on here obviously at the end but it was something I was wondering if it was gonna come up. And I kind of was just hoping because uh, I I feel there's going to be something someone that some Pokemon's going to die. And I don't Matt, know, I you would have been sleeping
0: it. on the couch if you put this in, put these in this
3: notes. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I can't deal with that. Uh, but that's all I have for this. Um, I guess either last thoughts or anything else that anybody has. No?
1: I mean, not 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 anything that we've already said. But we're we're. I was worried. I think. I mean. I guess we recorded this last time because Pokemon Go like was kind of on its like, downslide like a little bit because of all of the issues with the um, you know the developers and things like that. Then they then they picked up and I think that kind of got us off into this nice little roller coaster back to the top of like peak Pokemon hype. And I think we're about to. Uh, I think we're at the pinnacle. And I'm super excited to see where our de loop goes when Detective Pikachu and then Sun and Moon come out this year. Make Sword a and Shield, come out of
0: cool. And she's uh, looking cool. I, I can't, whenever I hear loop-de-loop, that's all I hear about. That's all I think now. Thank you, SpongeBob.
3: We can't take you in public. <laughs> all right, what do you got for us, Kate?
0: I'm just really excited. I'm really excited, <laughs> and kids can get on my lawn. They can't ruin my grass, but I'll let them stand there for a little bit. I think... That they're right now, especially like with how bad everything is in the world, and how I mean, I'm a negative person, so I have nothing against negativity. Like, I'm very negative, but I do think that there are some points where you just need something that is just going to uplift you, and which is why I don't want a freaking Pokemon to die. But I don't think
2: a Pokemon's gonna die. (laughs) I hope, don't lie to her like (laughs) that.
0: (laughs) a human might die nobody can Uh, see it but adrian (laughs) is doing a gun hand to the camera and i hate him a little bit right now
2: (laughs) (laughs) there is that episode of pokemon where a guy points a gun at a Growlithe,
0: and four kids changed it to a finger gun
2: yep (laughs) (laughs) sounds right
0: (laughs) um no i i like i do think that there are some things that you just need to have that are just really pure and good, and I do think that like when it comes to a lot of like I'm and I say this as a horror fan, I say this as a very negative person. I am very thankful for Detective Pikachu coming out because I I do think that that's something that I need. Um, and it's also one of the reasons why I really like kids movies, even though those are extremely depressing a lot of the time, like in a Wonder Park. But I, I I think that it's really good, and I think that I think it just proves. Why Nintendo doesn't have to, like, do anything? Why all of the companies are usually fighting at E3 and Nintendo's just, like, in the back eating an ice cream sandwich? Like, because it just knows how to tap into your heart in a different way. Like, and I think it's because, like, they've been able to position themselves in this in this unique spot where they kind of grab everybody as kids, so regardless of what generation you are, you have childhood memories of a Nintendo property, and I think that that's why when I think of Pokémon, I just think about being happy. Until somebody mentions Pokémon the first movie and I think of the Pikachu slapping at each other. But <laughs> like it I'm just happy. Like in in I'm like I said, I'm a negative person, so like that means a lot to me. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for Pokemon Go. I or not Pokemon Go. I'm, I'm excited for where Pokemon's going, and eventually we will get a switch in this household, and I will just play a crap ton of Pokemon while we're waiting in line at conventions.
2: I mean, that's what I've done at conventions past, and
0: that's why I want a switch now. Because so literally, everybody—whether you're an exhibitor, press, just a regular con goer—everybody has a damn switch with them because it's like so cool.
2: Yeah, I don't really know what I'm gonna do this e three when my switch doesn't do handheld, and I'm just gonna be stuck in line, talk to
3: people. Same Ugh. thing the rest of us <laughs> do. <laughs> um, what do you? Anything? Anything? Last thoughts for? Uh, thank you for coming on, Ryan. Do you have anything to close out for your Pokemon thoughts? No,
2: I just really love Pokemon. I'm excited to uh, get more of it. Have you
1: seen that video of um uh, black guy loves Pokemon?
2: No, I don't believe I have oh man can we put it in the show notes <laughs> yeah. oh it's so good
1: i just love pokemon oh man it's so good i, I know i videos. sent you what? guys
2: the polygon uh what was that it was like a convention panel where the guy did the uh, poker rap for all 800 pokemon it's very yes.
0: good so ash one of our writers and podcasters in our in in, in the in the but why the Bwido community she like posts videos of her like singing pokemon all the time like with her guitar and it is the purest joy in the entire world that i'm happy to exist also drunk kate karaoke to pokemon because i knew the words so that also is out there you i'm not going to tell you yeah, where you can find it there's there's
1: a video it. somewhere of uh one of my best friends playing the ukulele and playing the uh the second the second theme song and me and my other friend like backup dancing to it it's out there somewhere it's really good. That that song's so good. <laughs> yeah. But Ryan just saying, I just love Pokemon. Reminds me of this video of this guy just for four minutes just saying how much he loves Pokemon. And it's it's amazing. And it makes me think. Again, like Kate said, just makes me happy. Just
3: makes me real happy. Cool. Well, uh, once again, thank you, Ryan, for coming on. It's been a pleasure. Um, Pokemon does seem to be good. Um, I'm kind of excited to see where it's going. Like I said, being on a Switch and possibly a Switch seems to be more obtainable as weird as it says than like a DS just because like it has more value. But so hopefully one day get to play and Detective Pikachu and Kate, take us out of here.
0: Yeah. Um. So if you want to support the show a little bit more, head on over to patreoncom slash, but why though check out our tiers, get some exclusive episodes. I think the next thing we're doing on there is putting up a detective Pikachu review and we have our movie review of the Zodiac as well um yeah just come support us there but if you uh if you can't that's totally understandable and you can also support us by rating reviewing and subscribing to us wherever you listen it helps other people find us and it's one way to get the word out and uh ryan why don't you tell everybody where they can find you
2: yeah so you can find me on twitter at RPCappy. um you can find me uh where I have my podcast on Goomba Stomp. It's called Game Boys. It's all about co-op and multiplayer gaming. And you can actually find me right here on But Why Those Twitch on Tuesdays and Thursdays streaming.
0: Thank you so much for coming on.
2: Thanks for having me, guys.
0: And if I'm sure we missed something because the Pokemon world is vast. Oh, I... Um, if you-
2: I do remember one thing you guys missed, uh, Bulbasaur is trash, and I need to oh, set the record no. there for butt <laughs> wide, though, because no. there are some people in this community who are just wrong you're... about this. And... Dude, you're so right. Why do people love what this the
1: trash hell? Pokemon? <laughs> He's statistically, like, the worst starter in the game. He's, He's
0: adorable. Awful.
2: He's the worst. But he is hell
1: terrible, No, is all terrible. three of you
0: can get out. No. <laughs> no
2: he's bad
0: you I've all are said my awful. piece awful humans
2: as the pokemon expert on this episode it's just gonna have to awful be the Awful
0: humans the lot of you this is this is t- that might be the hottest of takes on freaking the show and that's saying a lot i
2: think
1: i think the problem is is that y'all have the hot takes but because y'all run the twitter like it doesn't seem like it's a hot take but i'm pretty sure if you go like ask next time we're at a con we're like hey what's your opinion on Bulbasaur? And they're going to be like, he sucks in generation I think,
0: one. I think the 800 people who like liked and retweeted the Bulbasaur tweet. Um, he just he looks Here's cute what I'm saying. Right, but he's terrible is, in the game,
1: okay? There are now eight <laughs>
0: generations,
2: and there are seven better grass Pokemon.
0: <laughs> I was excited to see you at PAX West, and now I'm not.
2: <laughs> That's fair.
0: <laughs> anyway if you want to join this heated discussion and help and tell us how much you love bulbasaur you can find us on apple why though pc on all of our social media mostly twitter that's where we're the most active and you can find me at omethrandir on twitter where i am currently sharing apparently two very hot take articles about sansa and black widow so adrian
1: yeah, you can find me on Twitter, at SuperReeze93, S-U-P-E-R-R-U-I-Z-93. And feel free to come at me about your Bulbasaur takes, because you're wrong.
3: <laughs> Matt? One, I will say one of our contributors actually made a tableau display of all Pokemon statistics to prove that Bulbasaur is terrible. He, that is not why Farah he made data. that. <laughs> that is not why he made that, but that's what the data No, said.
1: oh my god, no. <laughs> yeah, it's probably
3: why he made it. The truth's out there, people. <laughs> you are. But yes, we all do have an people. entire data statistical analysis of all Pokemon stats.
0: Matt's not being hyperbolic. It's really cool. Shout out to Suarezale.
3: <laughs> but uh as far as you can find me, you can find me. I'm gonna go hang out with Pikachu and we're gonna drink he can drink his coffee and I'm gonna drink bang over and over until we need we run out of proper cardiac arrest.